Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage, co-hosted by Katie Zutter and India Marie Paul. For our third season, we cover animation royalty as we discuss the female protagonists in the Disney Princess franchise and the impact they've had on women of all ages. This episode, we travel to a provincial town and meet our favorite bookworm, Belle. Shall we get into it? Let's talk about Belle today. Yeah. So welcome, everyone. Yes, welcome. We have hit, we have just, this is like just passing our midway point of this season, friends. Yeah. We come a long way. Yeah. (laughs) And we're we're kind of circling back a little bit to um, season one Mm -hmm. by bringing back another lady who did very, very well Mm -hmm. in our first Maiden Madness. I was not prepped for her to do so well. I was, this was, I always liked Belle, but I was happily surprised when you actually dig into the story. Really? Really? I didn't know she'd win, but I thought that she was going to do well. From the mm-hmm. start, I did entirely forget Milan, like an absolute. Well, yeah, yeah, but. yeah. That was on both of our faults. Like, yeah. like, what we're doing. I thought it was gonna be like her and like Anna. And, yeah, you know. yeah. I thought one of the newer princesses would really like. Yeah. I thought I thought Rapunzel was gonna go farther, and when yeah. you start digging, I'm like, no, Belle is. Yikes. Yeah, like <laughs> Belle is great. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, so. I'm so I'm so interested to know where she comes from. She's yeah, it's actually really cool. There's a lot of cool stuff about Belle that I really enjoyed, actually. Yeah. And there's definitely some stuff that I found that I just really, really enjoy that we'll talk about in the after hours. Ooh, the famous so after hours. um so sorry <laughs> for those of you who are not <laughs> patrons, but mm-hmm. get together. Anyway, into Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so we are talking about the 1991 Disney classic Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And now this story. Mm-hmm. is inspired by the story of the same name mm-hmm. that was officially written down in 1756 mm-hmm. by Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that is a French woman. Yes. I don't know many other fairy tales in this Disney lineup that are originated by our women, so there's that. Now, I will say mm-hmm. uh, this story has been around much longer than that so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a hans christian anderson like brothers Grimm kind of concept where mm-hmm. she was the first to like make it a thing make like it a popularize story. it then, yeah and to write it down and be like this is it that has now gone on to inspire things like the hunchback and Notre name and mm-hmm. many many other things mm-hmm. and where you can find it now which is the classic bane of my existence <laughs> um i talked about the last time yeah. uh, with uh, the other uh our two sleepy ladies which frustrated mm-hmm. me the most easily accessible version of it is mm-hmm. from the Blue Fairy book, which drives me nuts that there it's not is like I think it's cute that they categorize them in different fairies, like very cute. Mm-hmm. But there's no indication of who the original author is, which is incredibly frustrating because they're yeah. all like adaptations of the original story. Yeah. So that one, it was abridged because it was longer, which is impressive to me because okay. already as a fairy tale, it's 16 pages long. Wow. The fairy okay. Book. Yeah. It's super long. And so um and it was longer than that. <laughs> And then they're like, we, we got to make this a little bit kind of like yeah. it up for the kiddos. So that is what they took inspiration from. Mm-hmm. First, I'm just going to briefly run through the story and then we'll go into like the background of making mm-hmm. it and then the film itself. Mm-hmm. Just because dates will get all over the place and I will get confused yep. by saying the dates <laughs> all over the place. So yep, yep. <laughs> the story, what I find interesting, and let me know what you think by the time mm-hmm. I get to the end of the story. Okay, okay. That she, and these are just bullet points. What's interesting is the story was changed a bit, mm-hmm. which I understand to make it a little like more fun for kids and, and flush it out and everything. But her character 
seems to be pretty darn true to the original. Like her character oh. as a person doesn't seem to change as much, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They definitely add to her and like develop her, but mm-hmm. like her at her core, at least that's to me cool. reading through it, I'm like, that's really interesting for yeah. it being such an old story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> drive by. Of, yes. Um, Boot and the Beast. So uh, it starts out with a wealthy merchant who has six sons and six daughters. Oh, very okay. wealthy, accustomed to this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, due to a fire, they lose everything. So they have to move. Okay. Everyone's upset. Everybody, like, obviously mm-hmm. everyone's upset. That's a that's a huge change. However, yeah. while all the other siblings are really angry and still frustrated at um, the situation and how they wish they had their riches and their wealth and all those luxuries, mm-hmm. the youngest, who was a girl uh, who they called Beauty, she was obviously sad, but very quickly turned and tried to make the best of it, tried to lighten nice. the mood and make everyone mm-hmm. feel better. She uh, is described as beautiful but also more clever than the rest of her family which i thought was cool yeah so years later one of his ships is found intact and so they're thrilled they're like oh my gosh we're saved Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. they all put in like all the kids put all these like ridiculous requests in of like i want all this stuff when he goes to get the wealth yeah and beauty's like i don't want anything and he's like, no, I'm getting your siblings tons Jewels and tons of and stuff. stuff. Like you yeah. need, mm-hmm. you need, like I need to get you something. Yeah. And she's like, fine, get me a rose. Like it's the middle Aww. of summer. Easy to find. Like yeah. get me a rose. Cool, 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 cool. He gets to the ship, finds out that the people who were working on the ship assumed him dead because he's been gone for years. Oh, crap. So mm-hmm. they already split up the money and divided it and moved on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, you know, he got barely enough money to just like cover the cost of the journey. So that's a huge disappointment. Yeah. All the way back, he's disappointed. He's tired. He's exhausted. He didn't have mm-hmm. this journey he was expecting. And in it, there's like a freak snowstorm and he's cold and tired. He gets mm-hmm. to this castle, which is beautiful and has orange orchards and is mm-hmm. sunny and mm-hmm. warm again. And he gets mm-hmm. inside and there's a room ready for him that he falls asleep in. It's kind of weird. There's no servants. Yeah. There's a meal set up for him at a table that he he eats at and all is great. And he leaves and he's like, what a strange day. But still like, <laughs> you know, this was the worst. And as he's walking out there's a rose bush these beautiful rose bushes and he mm-hmm. remembers his promise to beauty and so mm-hmm. he's like okay well i'll at least do this one thing for my children then the beast arrives and he's furious okay. this is one of the biggest deterrents from the story we know now is he says i was kind to you i let you in my home oh i put you in a bed i had food for you and you were paying me by stealing my roses cool okay <laughs> <laughs> didn't like that yeah and um the father is like at his last straw this is just the worst yeah you know like like this yeah. is like icing on the cake of this yep. terrible day and he's like just unloads on the beast <laughs> like <laughs> tells the whole story whole life that's story. amazing he's like, I just wanted to bring this one thing to my daughter and that's all <laughs> she asked for everyone asked for all these ridiculous things like come on that sounds you know. amazing has this terrible time and uh the beast does his his face relaxes a bit he's still mm-hmm. terrifying but he relaxes yeah, yeah. a bit and he's like fine you can take this rose home mm-hmm. to your daughter however you must return in a month with either a daughter oh or you and whoever chooses to come must come willingly okay and seems he like a steep as, price yeah and he even goes as far as like stay the night rest up i'll feed you in the morning then you can head out Hmm. So spends okay. the night and still like nothing is dilapidated. Everything is beautiful. Oh, okay. So, okay. so he's in, he's not, no, he's in, he's in a beautiful room. He gets dinner or, or breakfast again yeah. and, and is sent on his way with the beautiful rose. 
Gets there, tells everybody, everyone's furious. Um, They're all mad (laughs) at it. They're all mad at beauty. She feels terrible. Oh, Oh, it's because it's her fault, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're Mm -hmm. all super mad. And she is like, I did this. I guess I'll be the one to go. Uh, and dad's mm-hmm. like are you sure like this is really ugh. like yeah. i'll go and she's like she's she's really stubborn and she's like no i did this like i'm going okay so they uh she does make an effort to divide all of her minuscule belongings between her siblings oh. before she leaves <laughs> come on i know i know so then her and the merchant travel back to the castle and this is also a little different so when they get to the castle which has been a month there mm-hmm. are fireworks and oh. celebrations happening. Oh. And she makes a comment of, wow, he must be hungry if he's throwing a party for me to arrive to eat. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, cool. And when he gets there, it's very different than what she originally thought with this, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bringing Briar to just be eaten. She is super scared when she meets him. And mm-hmm. almost every time he meets her, she like is scared by him and mm-hmm. physically tries to not look scared of him. Oh, but, but that never okay. lessens. Okay. It, it's still like he's still terrifying, mm-hmm. but um, physically mm-hmm. and his voice is, is sounds scary and everything. But he mm-hmm. she like does her best to not look as frightened of him as yeah. she really is. OK. OK. And he like explains the whole deal. He's like, you'll spend the night. You know, dad has his room. You'll spend the night. He'll be off in the morning mm-hmm. before you leave. There's a room next to your father's room. Go with him. And uh, there are two trunks. Fill it with whatever your family would want. And okay. he'll return with that. And so they go there. They, She decides. She's like, you know, they first put all this like wanting the the luxuries. Yes, so they're putting yes. dresses and gowns and stuff in there. And then after a while, I was like, actually, it would be more helpful if we put like for you if you put gold in here. That is the most useful yeah. thing yeah. for you to take back. So dad's like, yeah, okay. So they take everything out. Filled up with gold, and the trunks don't quite get full. They keep putting more and more jewels, and they don't quite get full. Oh, they can't move them. They're so heavy that they can't move them. So the dad is convinced. He's like, "This guy is tricking us." Yeah. And Beauty's like, "I don't know if he is. I'm not sure if he is." Sure enough, the next morning after they've eaten, after all is great, there are two horses outside, one with trunks pre-packed. Okay. Got some magic going. Okay. Uh huh. Then uh there's no at this point. There's no mention of like a curse. There's nothing. It's nope. just, okay. There is okay. never a mention of curse. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, he, dad, it does say that it is worded that he is like hastily sent outside, uh, mm-hmm, but at mm-hmm. least it was like, they had like an evening. Yeah. You know, to be together the in the, the castle yeah. and to say goodbye and everything, okay. um, which is also different. Yeah. So they head on their way. After he leaves, she, you know, is sad. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Goes to bed and has a dream. About a prince, okay. a handsome prince. There's also a beautiful woman who shows up sometimes in her dreams, nice. and the prince always comes and talks to her. And she talks to him like, "I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, what do I do?" And and he opens with, "Well, just you know, I think you can make me happy." Interesting. The next day, yeah. she wakes up, isn't sure what to do, so she spends the whole time exploring the castle, the inside of the castle. Nice. And you see all these different rooms that she goes in that I'm not going to go into great detail about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long, yeah, it's a bit like a thorough yeah, it's story. Long. It's yeah, yeah, it's super long. Um, awesome. So then, the next, like in the evening, you know, food is served as she would have eaten it. Okay. Okay. Like as a time, you know, like, oh, when I liked breakfast in the morning, it arrived, you know, things That's like that. That's great. That's awesome. Um, which is super cool, magical, yeah. fun. There yeah. are experiences of her like walking through the castle and like as it gets dark, the candelabras like light themselves. 
awesome. as she, you know, as the as the daylight changes. So there's definitely like magic in this yeah. castle, which is super cool. But in the evening after dinner, the beast comes to her door. And uh, this I thought was really cool because this is directly put into the movie. Okay. He asks her if she could be happy here, which is something the beast says word mm-hmm. for word in mm-hmm. the movie. And uh, he then and she. You know, she kind of gives a response and he then proposes to her. And she's like, no. Okay. She's worried he's going to be mad and he's not mad. He just leaves. Okay. This repeats. The next day, same same thing. More dreams about this prince. Sometimes the princess thing opens the dream with, oh, you made me so sad today. Oh. You know, why didn't you say yes? Huh. And uh, it, it like goes on and on. She goes through all sorts of different like beautiful rooms. She visits outside by a creek where her dreams take place Hmm. outside the castle. She goes into an aviary with these beautiful birds that keep coming back. She like takes a couple birds for her room because they're so beautiful. Yeah. Like there's all these really cool things. And she spends, it starts to be like days and then it happens for a long time that she spends a lot of time there. And it's always the same. She has these dreams or she has a lovely time. She like everything time she has a dream. It's spoken of very fondly. And this like handsome prince who speaks with her and hangs out with her. And then she, you know, sees the beast sometimes during the day and just like lots, lots happens. And so that, you know, that's been for a while. Mm -hmm. Then after a while, a long, long time, she starts to miss her family because it's been a while. Oh, yeah. You know, I've seen him. And she has now been with this guy long enough that she feels comfortable to ask him if she can leave. Okay. She asks to leave for two months Mm -hmm. to visit and then she'll return. And he's like, great. What? Um, Yeah. He lets her go. He says, you have to promise to come back, gives her a ring that she can turn to like magically transport her back. Oh my God. Um, After she says like, I'll return to my beast, you know, it'll return her back. And even he's very sad about it. He talks about how sad he is, but he's like, you have to visit your family. I get it. He gives her four boxes once again to fill with stuff to bring to the family. And the next morning she wakes up and she's there magically at her family's house. Yeah. And when she gets there, has a sad dream about, oh, I miss you. You know, you're not here. You made me sad, but you know, (laughs) Um, and she asks her father about it. Yeah. Um, like, hey, I had these dreams. Yeah. These, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, maybe, maybe because the beast seems to have been kind to you. Obviously, he let you come visit us for a month. Yeah. And he's been nothing but kind to her. Yeah. Like, that's really um, fascinating to me. Yeah. So um, this is truly a, like, beauty is found from within mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of story. Okay. And so uh, he's like, maybe... Maybe it's just, you know, asking you to follow through to kind of like return the kindness, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird when you think about it. It's like marriage. That's kind of yeah, strange. Yeah, but like, yeah. And she's very much like, he's great. I like him a lot, but I don't know if I want to marry him. He's having a hard time like getting past the idea of really like accepting Mary all beast. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah which sure. is fair. I yeah. mean, you know. <laughs> she's still like literally she's still described as like, I hold back my cringe. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Also dumb note is like mm. the sisters were so used to her not being there that they were kind of like annoyed that she was back Ugh. the brothers were thrilled and the merchant was thrilled okay they were thrilled they were super upset they're like stay longer and she's like i guess oh they're like stay longer and she's like oh okay and like keeps whether it be forgetting or not she doesn't return oh okay and then she has a dream like i'm dying and she sees the beast dying. Mm. Like you, you haven't, yeah. you know, you ha- you broke your promise. So she immediately that night like runs to bed, flips the ring, does the mm. stuff, comes mm. back into the castle, and is like running through the castle to find him. Mm-hmm. She finds him in a cave oh. and thinks he's thinks he's dead. Yeah, because he's lying down. She gets really upset and then sees that she's breathing. And she's like, Oh my gosh, wake up! Are you okay? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I am so sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
don't know how I did and, it, but I'm here. Right, right, right. And she did not realize that she loved him until she thought that she would never see him again until she, until she thought he was dead. Yeah. Because even when she leaves, she talks about, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to go back to the like, it's not like yeah, I'm it's never like I'm, I'm trying. Never yeah, 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 yeah. No, I enjoy him. I enjoy his company. And I, you know, huh. enjoy the comforts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she realizes that. And then that night he um, it's, you know, kind of a weird fairy tale thing where he's like, great, you you came back. I thought you'd never come back, which is also like a straight to the, to the movie. You came back. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, I'll see you after dinner. I'll, I'll be fine now. I'll be fine now. And then after dinner, he does the same thing. Will you marry me? And this time she's like, yes. She uh, is excited and like looks away for a second, looks back and it's the prince. It's the <gasps> prince from her dreams Aww. that she had been speaking with the whole time. The, the woman, the beautiful woman appeared next to her, him, that's the queen okay. of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And she immediately is like, yes, I condone this marriage. Like, yes, I... I approve. Give consent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. I approve. And uh, then like randomly a fairy shows up <laughs> and is like, oh, you want your family at the wedding? And she's like, yeah, sure. What? The fairy's like, cool. <laughs> Magic. And then all the, everyone's invited to the wedding so they can all but, dance together. But and they wh- lived happily ever after the end. There, there was never an explanation of why he was a beast. He just no. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, a like looking past the evil and to just see the kindness underneath. I feel like there's like a whole backstory with mom that's like, I'm going to make you a beast. <laughs> and mom's. So, yeah. Yeah. Mom, so that you I can no find idea. the real thing. <laughs> like, right. I feel like there's got to be some kind of backstory <laughs> to that. No. Nah. Like, it's just it's truly just finding the kindness within. And so. um, So hearkening back to that question I asked before. Yeah. How do you feel about. I know Beast character is very different. Yeah. How about, what do you think about Belle? Obviously, she has a lot more growth in the movie, but how do you feel about her as a character in the original in comparison to her? I, I, uh, I was like, I think at the core, it's pretty similar. It, but I think, think? It, I think it translates really well. I think even the mentions of her enjoying different things gives her personality and her being clever. Like already we've put yeah. in that she is. That's like the first description of her. She's like, yeah. she's pretty, but she's clever. Also. Yeah. Like I, that's well. And what a, what an interesting thing to note because it is written by a woman and, yep. and the beast being written by a woman, not having this horrible temper, but just having these. Mm-hmm. And they're scared of him having yeah. a temper and he yeah. never does. And he never does. He's and he sad. He's gives, frustrated. Gives lots he of doesn't, yeah. like presents, lets her yeah. go home. Like, <laughs> It, it's never demand like doesn't even go and get her when she's no. away too long would just die no, he just literally just wastes away yeah much like mm-hmm. how it happens in the movie yeah. so yeah. that's kind of cool i do i think yeah. that and that he's not mad when she refuses him i th- mm-hmm. i understand why they added the conflict and the sure. disney like you know you need a little bit more head to head conflict yeah. stuff but I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's just an, a testament to having a female writer writing the hero of it being the beast yeah. and and Belle being cle- uh, yeah the the mention of Belle being clever is a huge deal I think and yeah and then well, she just and yeah, yeah she explores it backs it things up too. and it's not just oh she's clever like she literally tells her father like we don't need all these dresses yeah. like it will be more helpful to you and the family yeah. if you have money yeah <laughs> yeah it's practical is uh, yeah. Yeah, thinking through the things like uh, yeah it, i don't know i i think it she transfers really great that's so so fast it's so fascinating to me like where did the magical objects come from is that purely yeah. a disney fantasy like where did yes. the curse come from? like that's purely disney that's so, fascinating we can yeah go into that now, just some stuff about the f- 
film. Yes. Uh, some of the things that I am going to pull from are from uh, the classic, the era of Disney that I miss so desperately that I've yeah. talked in many episodes <laughs> where they would do little short made for TV, like yeah. made for the Disney Channel, vignettes of the making of movies. Mm-hmm. They had Disney surfers, mm-hmm. which is the same concept, but done by kids. Yeah. You know, all these really cool concepts that was very educational, but easily attainable for kids. Yeah. And it's just like out there for free. So the, uh, you can find some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about in now and the after hours you can find just on YouTube yeah. from those kinds of vignettes, which I think are really cool. Yeah. Uh, so just to give them some props where props are due. So yeah. it was directed. Actually, let me backtrack even further. Yeah. So Disney himself wanted to do this oh. fairy tale. Okay. And they tried two separate times. They tried in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it work. The they tried again in the mm-hmm. 1950s. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it work. So they tabled it. Obviously, they knew that was something that he wanted to do. They had yeah. tried, like put in a decent amount. Of, never announced it like this is coming. Yeah. But put in enough effort to hire people and make designs and things like that. That and then it just didn't, they couldn't make the story work. Kind of similar to how we talked about the Snow Queen. He yeah. wanted to do for like a bajillion years. And, and, the, little mer- and the Little Mermaid. Couldn't make it work. So he wanted to do that for a while. Just a fun fact originally, it wasn't a musical. That's right. Which, <laughs> That's wow. Right. Wee, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So then with the um, moving forward, you yeah. know, the great success of Ariel. Ariel mm-hmm. was massive. It was mm-hmm. the start of the Disney Renaissance. renaissance. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, when that came out, they were like, we got to do something else. We got to yeah. do another. We got to do another movie. Mm-hmm. And so like another um, princess movie. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So in 1989, immediately after Ariel, yeah. they um, started work. They were like, we're doing Beauty and the Beast. Announced it. We're doing it. It's a really um, started, quick turnaround. <laughs> did a whole story. Yeah. Did a whole storyboard. Yeah. Completed it by the end of 1989. Mm-hmm. Hated it, scrapped it. Great. But not just scrapped it. They scrapped it and was like, well, we still got to do it. <laughs> we're doing it. So, so. We still got to do it. We're still doing it. Yep. We, just what we did, we don't like. All the big guys, all the people, a lot of people who had worked on The Little Mermaid and these mm-hmm. other bigger movies at the mm-hmm. time were like the older, well, well-versed mm-hmm. yes. gentlemen of the, of the era were like, yes. man, we can't figure it out. Yep. We're going to work on other things. Yep. And then went, you know, you know, he'd be great for this. Gary Trousdale and Kirk Wise, who've never directed a feature animated film before. And there was a storyboard artist, right? And they're like, yes. we need and someone to direct like, this. We, we, it, we already said it's happening. So here you go. And <laughs> what's crazy is it wasn't just them. Yeah. Almost the entire crew was all new people. That's insane. Who had done something of this caliber before. There were still, there was a couple of names. Like there was a guy who had worked on the classic princesses too. Mm-hmm. But it was like, here's here's one. The rest of you are new. While well, they yep. worked on other things. Yeah. Which is just crazy to me. And one of the things, which I know has nothing to do with Belle, but this corrects me up. Mm-hmm. Um, one, <laughs> one of the two. So they're always interviewed together, which I think is so yes. funny. Like the yes. directors are always interviewed like as a unit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which just cracks me up. And their interviews are so funny. So uh, they were abruptly appointed acting directors. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like, yeah, so we were acting as directors. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, they were so young. Just, they were just like thrust into it. So funny. Um, yep. But my theory, which I know I brought up in Made in Madness. Yeah. My theory is that Belle was so real mm-hmm. because so many of these people were young. Yeah. So they were in their like early to mid 20s. It's mm-hmm. like it's been like a handful of years mm-hmm. since you've been around women in their late teens. Yep. Mm hmm. 
Yep. Like, you can relate more when you're. You don't not idealize what it was. Yeah, that is right. what you know what it was. <laughs> Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. It was um they had they brought a lot of new things to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the historians mentioned that they really wanted to do Beating the Beast as well because it was one of the last red hot fairy tales mm. to not been done yet. So yep. Um, yep. that mm-hmm. just cracked me up as a quote. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And something they did that when I first discovered this, I'm like, oh, this will be a fun fact for after hours. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, no, she had a really important part for the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So what was interesting is there were two women in the writing process mm-hmm. and there was a screenwriter for this one. Yeah. That was very new. That wasn't very common for um, animation, mm-hmm. but they insisted that they have a screenwriter. And now the screenwriter also had never screenwritten for animation either because that's yeah. like not a thing at the yeah. time. So she, there's tons of interviews of her talking about how frustrating it was at the start mm-hmm. where in the film that she would normally work at with live action, there was not massive rewrites, massive cuts, massive changes up until yeah. the last minute. That was not a thing. Whereas in animation, stuff's changing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're bringing people in, you know, yeah. two months out to like re-record things and stuff, you know? Yeah. That was very frustrating for her for a little bit. But uh, Linda Wolverton yeah. <laughs> uh, had a very important role mm-hmm. in um, the making of this process. Yeah. So she went as far as to even have major decision making on casting. That's amazing. She talked through the Gaston auditions and mm-hmm. was pivotal to who or not Gaston, um, the Beast, and mm-hmm. was pivotal to who got cast as the Beast. So it's like, it's crazy to me. Like, yeah. she, and, and you see her work throughout of uh, that she did. Um, they She's like, we came to head a lot. Like, there was yeah. a lot of arguments. But that's good sometimes. Get you know? Yeah, it totally, like it, it totally works. Yeah. I love how much you're saying she right now. Because yeah. you have a uh-huh. very specific woman uh-huh. at the head of the story. That was written by, made famous by at least a woman yes. writer. So like, yeah. uh, that's really cool. Screenwriter. Screenwriter. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. The, the writers were a mix. There was a couple yeah, of women, yeah. but they were mainly men, but there was a couple women there too, which also from I the th- other ones where it's like, there's one. Yeah. And one I think, women writer. <laughs> and I think for, I, at one point I looked up and I think, is, I, we, I can cut this if I find out it's wrong later. Um, <laughs> but I think this is one of the first Disney animated movies that worked from a complete script, like mm, an actually written script that they then boarded. So there I wasn't a whole that. bunch of scenes they animated and then yeah. cut, you know, like it was like Because a, a she blueprint. was working from what she yeah. like knew. And yeah. they also uh, re-storyboarded the whole thing, obviously, because yes. they everything else was scrapped and, and did all this stuff. But yeah. just because I, you know, we'll go on a, a, a fun tangent for the actual after hours. Yeah. <laughs> but to um, just... Just to, to add into it, having mm-hmm. so many young people with new ideas and fresh ideas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and being so relatively close to Belle in age, yeah, I think helped a lot. Having the woman screenwriter was phenomenal. Yeah. And obviously all the music, A+. plus. Something yeah. I did find interesting is um, Paige O'Hara mm-hmm. was the actress for Belle. Yes. Um, and you can't really find much on her. As far as like if she added to Belle as a character a lot, like it's like I'm sure if I really, really dug deep, I could find things. But like she's not in almost any of the interviews that you look up. So she was at the time a Broadway actress, like a Broadway star. So Mm -hmm. she may have been literally just busy with other things. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. To like not be pulled in. Yeah. But I did find that interesting that she was not in the making of. She wasn't in a couple of different vignettes of documentary style Mm -hmm. footage that I found about it. She did, though, love the character enough that she came back for all of the movies. Yeah. And came back for Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, that's really cool. So she did come back for everything, which is really cool. And why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Yeah. Like Bella such... She's lovely. An iconic character. So uh, that was the only thing that was a kind of a bummer. 
Yeah. And maybe I just was hoping, like, I don't know. I feel like there was so many different fun influences from other care from other women yeah. who portrayed their characters or that they pulled from women. Whereas this yeah. one, there wasn't that much. Nothing was mentioned really about anything that she did that was like super, super cool. That yeah. like really adjusted Belle. Yeah. Like the hair in her face, very different than Mulan. Yeah. Where they saw the actress moving it aside. Mm. The directors added that hair in her face because they wanted her, even though she's beautiful and doesn't know it. They wanted her to have that imperfection of the hair being in her face sometimes, that one yeah. piece that's not quite in place because, yes, she's beautiful. But they wanted but there's, more. There's more to that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I did find that a little bit a little bit disappointing. Yeah. But just some fun facts about the movies yes. she did um, as far as Oscars go. Mm-hmm. It did win. Yeah. Um, it won a lot of awards. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for a ton, but it won a lot. It won, or it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Which after this, the, like the Academy had to like change it. They had Isn't to make a amazing? whole new category. Because it, it did not win, but it was nominated. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, they how didn't have a Best Animation did. in this movie. Because why would they? Started an entire it. category. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was nominated for score and won. It mm-hmm. was nominated for sound. It did not win sound, but it was nominated. Mm-hmm. It was also nominated for three songs. That's insane. Uh, so, um, Be Our Guest, Beauty and the Beast, and Belle were mm-hmm. all nominated for Best Song, and it won for Beauty and the Beast. Oh, um, yeah. Sweet, sweet Angela Lansbury. Oh, um, also, yeah. that same song, but mm-hmm. the Celine Dion version mm-hmm. was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. I think it may one. I don't know. There were lots. Uh, it also won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is also wild yes. as an animated picture. It was the first animated film to do so. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. just just insane. Like yeah. maybe we take something wildly from this. successful. Maybe this was. we look at like the female you know? screenwriter that like wow. finished the story before wow. they animated it. I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. maybe we look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the female screenwriter and the two young guys because yeah. they had so much power yeah. in this. The standouts were them, Linda, mm-hmm. and Howard Ashman, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, Alan Menken yeah. was on as well. Yeah, they yeah. were fresh off their high yes. of winning their Oscars as as they yeah. just then proceeded to, you know, win for the rest of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> because legends be legends. Yeah. But I was surprised at how much those four people in particular Mm -hmm. just changed the story for the better, which was really cool. Hart Ashman said something where there was an argument for a while uh, of who the story was about, who was the Mm -hmm. main character of the story. Mm -hmm. And he famously said, it's the story is called Beauty and the Beast. So it's both like, why are we deciding between the two? You don't have to have one person. You know what that shows? Because I, Mm -hmm. I was watching it and and we've talked about this, I think in Maiden Madness, but if we didn't, we're talking about it now again. You have so many scenes with other characters where they're, they're, they develop like there are so many ce- like scenes with each person, even the villain, that you actually feel like yeah. it's a fully fledged story. Like it's so cool how many scenes we get with individually and together and apart. And yeah. it's just I love it. And how much the two main characters and the main villain change. Yeah. And 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 grow in very different directions. Yes. But still I didn't know, feel like anyone very... was cut out because of the back and no. forth or because there were whole chunks where no. she wasn't in it. Like I, I felt like we were just fleshing out the story. Yeah. It's it great. <laughs> it was really cool. And I yeah. really loved how they they did it. Yeah. Now there are three different movies. Two of them were straight to VHS. Mm-hmm. So we had Beauty and the Beast, which we will talk about first mm-hmm. from 1981. Then uh we <laughs> chilled for a bit before mm-hmm. um one of my favorite 
yeah. uh, sequels. I think it's really well done. Yes. Is Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was in 1997. Mm-hmm. And then a more vignette style, Belle's Magical World from 1998. Yep. So shall we discuss yes. the movie? Yes, I think we shall. Our our lady, our dear lady Belle. Belle. Yes. Now in the, there's some outtakes and things of like in the original concept that she did have sisters and that was cut. But you can find little animated cuts of That's cool. them originally having sisters, the concept art for that. Mm-hmm. And that was cut, which I, I kind of like, I know it, it's very similar to other Disney movies, but her relationship with her father and it just being the two of them. Yeah. I really enjoyed. I love their relationship. I love their, like, yeah. I love how she straight up just helps him with his invention, how supportive she is of him, yeah. encouraging him and about he's his so like, supportive it, of her. Yeah. Like, they both truly just have each other. Yeah, it's so sweet. It is so stinking sweet. And yeah. uh, it's kind of them against the world. Yeah, oh, like for that, sure. It really feels like for that. Sure. I think the, the opening number of this movie <laughs> is just a master class of storytelling. Yes. It is yes. so and They brilliant. talk about that. Yeah, they talk about that. The the directors yeah. were like, we really wanted to make sure that all of this, like you learn about everything you in do. the opening number. And that's why Belle was also nominated it for so good. an Academy Award. Like, it is and they so were thrilled. Good. They were thrilled that it was very, very musical theater style. Yeah. And you can tell. You can tell like you had masters of that writing it because i mean you learn about what she wants you learn about what the villain wants you learn about how she feels ostracized you see you fall in love with her reading books like it's just i want song is a little more in the it is in the reprise but still you get the start you get the taste like what yeah you have it you have a taste of it like you just you (sighs) just get thrown into it and you learn so much so quickly Mm -hmm. that by the end of it you're like oh i know it's confusing way no it's so clear Mm -hmm. and like all the the amount of like clips of the townsfolk just they're one-liners and it's just it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant there was supposed to be another song in the original movie too (gasps) that also really um encased the servants of the castle oh yes human Human again again. yeah they did which was i thought was so fun they cut it from the movie Mm -hmm. put it into the musical Mm -hmm. and then in 2002 we're like "Ah, i guess we should release this to everybody else, oh, yeah, like yeah. as the original animated idea of it. So yeah, you can you can see the full animation of that's so cool. human again, which is another cool thing where you learn all about yeah the castle. It's like a lesser version of the song Bell yeah. for the castle. Yeah, I ah, ah. I did I really lo- I because that's the opening song, but the opening of it is mm-hmm. the stained glass, and I love that take yes. on the fairy tale book opening. Because you didn't have the book, but you really got this beautiful tale that was really intriguing to watch because it's this gorgeous stained glass. It fits the... The art is so beautiful. I loved it. I absolutely adored it. Mm -hmm. And I do think adding the curse, it answers the question I had about the original story. It's like, why is he a beast? Like, that's a huge question. But I think it gives the beast something to achieve very specifically. The rose is their own creation too then, right? There's not like a timed rose. rose. No, not a timed rose, but roses are part of the story. Part of the story, but like the Enchanted Mm -hmm. Rose is a Disney creation. Yeah. Okay. That's fascinating because I think it's so iconic and it's so beautiful. I do like Um, the idea of Maurice picking the rose for Belle, but like that's not it. I understand why it's not in the the Disney movie, but... Right, right, right. With... (laughs) With Belle. Yeah. I do love that her I Want song Mm -hmm. is so, it's so interesting to me because you've had this big number where Mm -hmm. you meet the whole town. It's 
amazing and huge and massive and mm-hmm. everything is happening. You're learning about everyone. And her I Want song mm-hmm. is a reprise where she chooses to run off by herself mm-hmm. and flee. Yeah. We love Fleep. I love him. Um, and sings about just, she wants more than the hustle and bustle of everything that you just saw. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. I love how simple it is, how mm-hmm. short and simple and sweet it is. Mm-hmm. Because I think it really wraps her up nicely of her yeah. intentions. Because yeah. you've just seen chaos. You've just seen yeah. absolute chaos. Yeah. And her by herself singing this little moment is like, this is all she wants. Yeah. She doesn't she, want anything big and crazy. She just no. wants to, she wants to not be here. She, she knows there's more to life than, than yeah. the craziness of this town. Yeah. And she would love, and my favorite line in it, mm-hmm. and I think it might be grand mm-hmm. to have someone understand. Yeah. She wanted someone like the Beast. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. Which sometimes make me frustrated. Yeah. When That's people right. are like, oh, nah, she just like lives in a castle and doesn't live. I'm sorry. Is not finding somebody who understands you fully and loves you and gifts you a library and right? you can go on adventures and yep. stroll through this castle and see all these beautiful places mm-hmm. and 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 you have all these new friends and all these big adventures you mm-hmm. go on. Like that's not who people everything who, she like, wanted who doesn't look at you. Ditty? Yeah, who doesn't look at you and think you're crazy because you want to learn yeah. or read books. Insists you morph to their lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Like, mm. are you kidding me? Like, that's yeah. everything. Like, literally, she gets everything that she asks for. Mm-hmm. You know, and and sometimes that's not a bad thing. No, to, like, find love and get married. Like, no, what? it's great. Well, like, and I never once thought like, oh, she's just gonna sit around and read all day. Like, no, she can go oh, to gosh, these no. places she's reading about. Maybe she'll go to the theater. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, she gets to go like do and be and not be in the small like town, which right. is not for her. Like, yeah. it's great for some people. Like, live your life, but for sure. She wanted she something want more. She, yeah, she wanted a home. I love it. <laughs> it, oh, it's, yeah, I, I love it. I love that. I love that she finds acceptance in someone and a new family. Mm-hmm. I I love how perfectly encapsulating of toxic masculinity Gaston is. Yes. As her, yes. and that she denies it. Like, I, she yes. refuses someone who asked her to get married. Like, that's a big yeah. deal. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a Disney princess movie. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, we haven't seen someone go like, wants no. to marry him. And <laughs> yeah. I just, I love how she treats him. Yes. Too. Because mm-hmm. she tries, she tries to be like, she's not me. Yes, Gaston. Like, yeah. uh-huh, sure, for sure. Yeah. And then, moves very quickly when her patience runs out yep. from like uh-huh gaston to mm, gtfo get out of my out. house That's i'm leaving terrifying. goodbye yeah throws him in the mud <laughs> yeah yeah we we talked about this in made mads for sure but like it's terrifying mm. when he is stalking her oh my gosh around yeah. her room like it is yes. absolutely terrifying she is constantly putting stuff in between them like yeah. he is full on hunting her. Yeah. And the toss is like a rocking chair out of the way. And she's lucky enough yeah. that she was smart enough to get him out because oh, sure. he like had cornered her on that door. And she doesn't yeah. such a sly way, but like that's terrifying. No, she's yeah, like, she she is quick witted. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And is not going to do something she doesn't want yeah. to do. Yep. And even going off of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of on the opposite spectrum. Yeah is she is back at the castle after trying to escape and be save her mm-hmm. saved her and she is tending to his wounds because mm-hmm. she's like i guess this guy saved my life yep. i suppose i could at least yep. make sure he's not dead yep and then i'll probably escape again it's fine yeah um and this is kind of like the turning point it was but yeah it was like in a similar fashion of stubbornness and cleverness mm-hmm. of the gaston moment but obviously very different vibes yeah 
is when the beast <laughs> scream. He is still a beast. He yeah. is terrifying yeah. and he's wounded. And he screams in her face, ow, that hurts. And she yells back at him. Oh, yeah. It's just like her hair blows back. He's like, his <laughs> teeth are like five <laughs> inches from her face. And she it's just amazing. straight up yells back at him. Yeah. It's, it's like, amazing. If you didn't move, it wouldn't hurt that much. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah. I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified. And, and like, she's like, absolutely not. Like yelling at a child. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first Disney princess to to do that. To yell yeah. back at people when they're misbehaving or when they're, you know, like. Yeah. And it's so. Uh, like Ariel Crazy. yells at her dad. Like that's. Like, but like, I don't right, know. Right, there's right. something. But it's a very different. Yeah. There are very different stakes. Yeah. That yes. is definitely a very different relationship. That yeah. is a arguing with your parent because daddy love him yeah. is very yeah. different than I'm a scolding beast. A, yeah. a beast. Yelling at your face <laughs> who just atta- like fought off all these wolves. I really yeah. enjoyed though that like, she was a damsel in distress. Like she was. Oh, for sure. Um, But she gets a stick and tries yeah, to save Philippe. Like, nah. Hits a yeah. wolf off of his back. Like impressive. You know, oh, like yeah. she's, she's not the most athletic. Not, <laughs> no, but she's not going down without yeah. fighting, man. <laughs> I love that. I love that her hair came undone. Like obviously yeah. it's not going to look great in the middle of that oh um, for sure and i i think her choosing to come back is such a pinnacle point of her character mm-hmm. development because she had the out she had yeah. the out and she, she could have left him there to die yeah per- you know she was a prisoner she could have done that yeah. and she chose that like her heart and her compassion for him who has just saved her was too much yeah. i don't know how she got him up on that horse i still don't understand that yeah, they they, but, they fix it a little bit in the the live action. Oh, the other <laughs> she says something along the lines of like, "I'm going to need your help to get you back." Yes, that that that, that tracks you know? a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, she has some sort of like throwaway line. Is that like it's panning out? Yeah, of yeah. like I'm going to need your help yeah. to to get yeah. you back to safety. Yeah. But yeah, it's I don't know how. Maybe yeah. Philippe is just MVP. Again oh yeah, for sure. To, for there's sure. Also, well, I guess we'll talk about the cutscene yeah. with Philippe in the after hours duh. Oh, but um, cool. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. There's a really cute cutscene from Philippe. Yeah. And but anyway. Yeah, yeah. And her, her <laughs> choice to leave I, hit me when I was rewatching it. I'm like, she just got yelled at and terrified by this person. And like she had limits. Like that was her limit yeah. of like, I don't care. I'm leaving. Right, I'm out. Like that I love that she had that limit too. Yeah. Where she she was brave enough to try and escape. Oh, for like, sure. that's, like <laughs> that's that's very like powerful and not yeah. easy to do. So I well, even yeah. to continue to say no to him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This terrible thing has happened. And she literally he's screaming at her and she's yeah. like, I would rather starve. Like, I, yeah, no, no, I'm not coming. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then goes behind his back to be like, yeah, I suppose I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this, yeah. <laughs> completely <laughs> does what she knows she wants and has yeah. her limits and doesn't take crap mm-hmm. from anyone. Like I, it's amazing. And Ugh. the decision to, to even stay in the first place and replace her dad, who is trying yeah. to tell her not to. And she agrees to do it before she sees who it is. And then when the, then starts to negotiate because they asked him to come into the light like right. it's the, that coming to the light moment mm-hmm. is so important because she doesn't officially just dis- like say yes yeah deal deal is struck let's go yeah until she sees him mm-hmm. and i think that is one of the most brave things yeah that she does in this whole series yeah looking into the face of a monster mm-hmm. and she's like this is what i'm going to be living with and Here she thinks go. she's going to be in a prison cell her like she thinks she's going to rot yeah. in prison like that's really sure. what she accepts 
yeah. in that moment. And then oh. to yell at him, like, you didn't let me say goodbye. Like, you know, like, and she has her throw herself on the bed moment. It's just completely justified. I'm sorry. Every time a princess throws themselves on something and cries, it is always justified. Yes. I hate that it's a meme. I know. Come like, on. It's, it's all a- like really terrible <laughs> things that happen to them. Let them yes. be sad. Let them cry it out. Yeah. Which is one of the moments I didn't like in the live action. We won't like, we're not talking about the live action, but like that moment of when she doesn't have an emotional full reaction to losing her dad because she's powering through i'm like that's i you have to have that vulnerability and that right. real emotion and i love that bell has a lot it of things that yeah that were weird about that movie yeah. which is why it wasn't as successful as they had hoped yeah um, but yeah. this movie but this was, movie was so wildly wildly successful it makes so much <laughs> sense it makes so much sense to me you have a strong woman who's still kind and compassionate but speaks yeah. her mind and is smart enough that what like what she says is true and important and right I, she's just so and intelligent who who wasn't like yeah he's the one when <laughs> he's like i have a surprise for oh you oh my god and yes <laughs> the library i'm sorry like who watched what this is what started the, mm-hmm. the ogs mm-hmm. like book talk Bookstagram, mm-hmm. booktube mm-hmm. girls all watched that scene and went, I guess I'm dead now. Like, this yeah, is it. This is, this is my future. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I just, it's Well, and what's so amazing is that he has given Ugh. something. He asks and tries to figure out what she would like. It's not a stereotypical. Yes. And his treatment of books is so much different than how Gaston throws books in the mud. He puts his feet yeah. on top of them. So how both men treat books is very story specific. Yeah. So I'm just Oh yeah. It's just so fantastic. It's, it's so <laughs> cool. And there's things that like yeah. I don't know. It, it's fun to see their relationship grow yeah. as well. I very much enjoy because she is there for months. This is mm-hmm. not a love it. This is not a love at first sight. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, even on, on his side. Yeah. They're all like, oh yeah, the spell's gonna be broken. He's like, cool, she'll just marry me. Like, yeah. And yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. not how that works. Mm-mm. Like, and Mm-mm. I I do truly love that. He falls in love with her too. It's yeah. not just hit her falling in love with him. They like fall in love with each other. I mm-hmm. love the something there that wasn't there before montage. Yes. Yes. I think it's beautiful mm-hmm. for their relationship. And you see Belle, who at the start of this movie is very stubborn mm-hmm. and really not relenting and Mm-hmm. She wants change, but she herself does not want to be the change. Yeah. She just would like a different life. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's fair. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you see throughout this montage beautifully done mm-hmm. by I love that it's sung by the like the servants of the castle oh, like viewing yes. this because they don't know what's happening, yep. which is even funnier is yep. like the couple has no idea what's going on. Yep. But everyone else knows. Like, mm. It's like, such a fun moment for kids and adults alike to kind of have that inside look. Yeah. At watching these people fall in love. And I love that you see him trying to get to her level of sophisticated, but yeah. he's oh, still with the has soup lived for, and the, yeah. yeah, he's lived for years not like that. Yeah. You know, so it's it it's taken him a bit, but he's learning and her like kind of occasionally choosing those moments to like calm down to his level. Yeah. Where she's like, Oh, I we can drink it like this. Yeah. Uh, when she goes on a limb and throws a snowball at him. Oh my god, that was so great. Like the snowball fight is so <laughs> it's, it's so through a window and <laughs> funny. <laughs> 
he makes that so, giant snowball yes. and like almost kills her. Like, <laughs> she gets him to fall. Like, and so, yeah, you see them. Uh, and it, it's it's a unique part of the movie too because they're not physically singing. Like the characters aren't singing. It's no, a voice. So it's, it's, it's an internal. Yeah. You see them figuring yeah. it out. And like when she's like like messing with her hands behind the tree because she's having feelings. Like it's yeah, really good animation. Are, yeah. yeah, it's like, really good oh, animation. Like it so feels cool. like the um like it was the precursor to the Tarzan. I want to know strangers like me when he's falling in love yeah. with Jane. Like I, right. I feel like it's that precursor. Of, like this is how you do a montage where people fall in love. Like yes. it's and now that you say uh, animation, um, mm-hmm. something that uh, they did talk about is um, Bell, Bell and Beast, and Gaston. Honestly, all three of them. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about the other two in after hours. Yeah, yeah. For Bell, all three of them posed a very unique problem mm-hmm. <laughs> and new idea in animation mm-hmm. because. Belle was the first princess that they couldn't just make pretty. All the other princesses, like we've talked, we've talked about Ariel mm-hmm. and Snow White and Beauty. They're all beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. For some of them, things happen to them. Mm-hmm. For others, uh, Ariel very polarizes everyone around her because she is so fun and yep. sweet, yep, and ridiculous yes. and kooky. We love her, but Belle, they really, really wanted her eyes to convey mm-hmm. intelligence and difference and understanding like, in, in, like, yeah. in a different manner than before you could just mm-hmm. make perfect hair perfect face yeah they sing it's great princess yep. um which is you know not not terrible obviously mm-hmm. ariel is super fun mm-hmm. and we have mm-hmm. other princesses are really really great but that was something they had to do where they really had to make her eyes are very very full of yeah. emotion and depth mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. characters previous to her were not yeah which was kind of cool and that was the same same thing for the beast oh yeah he, where they had a, to show mm-hmm. a lot of emotion so much emotion mm-hmm. but they had to still make his face beastly mm-hmm. and then gaston we will talk about the others because oh, there's yes. way more about yes. him and his face as well because they also had a hard time figuring out exactly how to animate him drawing um, men has always just, been a problem <laughs> yeah well uh, fun fun fact for this movie in particular uh so if you want to see the after hours you'll yeah. you'll see uh why oh no he was the longest character like it took the, them the longest to figure out what he would look like that's fair yeah of all of the main characters yeah that's so fascinating because you think he it would be the beast the most, it's like a mixture of everything nope. he has the most yep. different concept art he has the most <laughs> they did not know what they were doing with him for the longest that's time awesome. and we'll talk about that in the Empire. yes, yes but yeah yes. so i do love that you brought up the animation because yeah. they in that scene, you can see in their eyes that they are not singing. And yeah, it, it's a it's an acting performance. It, yeah, it's yeah. really like I, they yeah. do really well in the back. Yes. I mean, like it's, the whole animation is absolutely stunning. Like I just think it's mm-hmm. a next level. Like Ariel was a really big step, and I think this is just another yeah. level up. And that's really fascinating that. Because when you have very, very intelligent characters, you have to convey yeah. more thoughts, like cogs working. You know, right, right, like and she's not like physically like building stuff like her dad, or no, like, you know, no, no, so no. it's like so you really have to like put it in her expressions. Yeah, um, her lead, her animator was still a man. Yeah, they well, all, yeah, they but all still have did a been, great job. Yeah. She, she looked great. Mm-hmm. I, I think they they really nailed it with the looking beautiful, but still like she truly. Mm-hmm. That was not important to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that she yeah. she just happened to be beautiful. Yeah. And that was what everybody saw the outside, which is that juxtaposition of the two characters mm-hmm. where everybody sees the outside, nobody sees the inside. Yeah. It, yeah. The themes are really well done in a lot of levels mm-hmm. in this. I was really, really impressed. I did <sighs> I did read, and you can tell me if this was wrong because you know more about okay. it. Um, is that her <laughs> blue fine. her blue and white dress and hairstyle were inspired by Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And blue... Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure actually about that. 
Yeah. So I, guess I don't you, know. But blue, I don't know. I blue don't. was on purpose. Blue, mm-hmm. they um, purposely made her blue because they wanted her to not be in feminine colors. Oh, they wanted her to be that's in great. male colors. Yeah. Which was blue. So yeah, that's why like a her dark opening blue. whole. Mm-hmm, that's why. And she's the only one in that opening scene to wear blue. That's so cool. Like a full blue outfit. Yeah. That's, she's the only one. That's really cool. And that was a very conscious choice. Yeah. For sure. That she was mm-hmm. going to be in blue to emulate, a, you know. Not super, super feminine, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting, too, because her big gown moment, which is stunning. She also has lots of be- just beautiful dresses. Like She yeah, gets here. a lot Who of like wardrobe. Yeah. 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 They He, he treats her right. Like yeah. um, the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. The wardrobe does not hold back. Oh, yeah. No, she knows what she's doing. Love her. <laughs> but, um, I always wanted the winter cloak that Belle wore. Yes. Beautiful. beautiful. Love that that was brought back for the second movie. Yes. Um, and then her dress, too, is yellow. It's not. Yeah beautiful pink it's not pastel it's a hard color it's, too it's it's yellow it's yeah. yellow and gold yeah which is i think also really cool it flatters her beautifully mm-hmm. um but i also thought that was very interesting that uh they didn't go for a classic super feminine colors because mm-hmm. previous to this you know it's it's either very very stylized like snow white mm-hmm. or you have you know pretty flowy pinks and and blues pastel yeah. silver silver is a uh, yeah, in there with sparkles. Yeah, and all stuff. the sparkly and hers stuff. is just yeah a pretty simple drapey mm-hmm. yellow. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's which is quite beautiful. Her her gown is yeah. probably one of my personal favorites. It's of, gorgeous of the princess gowns. Yeah. Well, and they put a lot of detail in it, like the skirt with the mm-hmm. the ruching, which you know I'm sure was yeah. inspired by the Rococo era. It's not like all Rococo stuff, but definitely inspired. No, by, there's a well, yeah, yeah, like the historical the accuracy stuff not really from. <laughs> I keep bringing up after hours, but guys, but it's so, so much fun. <laughs> um, but I like yellow is such a hard color to make work on so many people that I'm like jealous that she can <laughs> can wear it yeah, so well. She looks so pretty. Yeah, it's and it's, I, I love his complimentary. Oh, the blue, like blue with it. I don't know. And and their little so, conversation mm-hmm. outside where like when they're sitting on the balcony and they're yeah. all like awkwardly like I don't really know what to talk about and. she's the one who pulls them into dancing and yeah you can really tell that they i love that they became friends yes yes that grew to love each other Mm -hmm. because yes they're feeling feelings but they truly don't know what they are no i think when she leaves i think he's like he knows oh i think he knows at that point yes he may know at this dance that he loves her i think so um he may know yeah Yeah. but she doesn't she her much like the original story does not realize how much she loves him Mm mm-hmm until the mob goes yeah (laughs) he is dying before her and i think that's such such a beautiful just the way they did it was Mm -hmm. so stunning because it's i mean honestly it's quite traumatic leading up to it yeah like the the fight scene with gaston is terrifying yep Um, they did their best with making some funny things happen during the fight like oh with the with the objects like like, attacking yeah yeah like so silly Mm -hmm. to try and like be like this isn't that scary isn't it yeah it's still terrifying terrifying Mm -hmm. terrifying at this point Mm -hmm. um but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know he's almost dead and i do love that instead of it being she turned away and came back and like he's he's the prince i do love the animation of her It is devastating when she's crying over him and yes. she's like, no, you can't leave. I love you. It's such a well-written death scene. Like, ah! I'm like, this is like really <laughs> intense. Like this could have been in like a really dramatic yes. play. Like it, yes. it it was really well-written. I mean, this translated so well to the stage. Oh, it did. So well to the stage. Yes. But, uh, and then the beautiful transformation scene. Yeah. And I love too, something that I really enjoyed about Belle mm-hmm. at the end is she's obviously like, who the F are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> like very thrown. A lot has happened. You see now too, her hair is pulled out. She's, mm-hmm. she, she is in distress. Things yeah. are crazy. She's yep. wet. <laughs> yeah. It's raining. She's run running back. to the balcony. Like, Philippe says, yeah. Been, mm-hmm. Right. It's been a wild time. Yeah. And she like pushes the hair out of his face to see his eyes, to see that it's him. Yeah. It's in like and his eyes. It's yeah. Such like it's a beautiful touching moment mm-hmm. that she's like looking. She's truly looking at him, mm-hmm. like into him yeah. to be like, yes, this is you. Yeah. She's um, worried, I think. I think she's really worried yeah. that he's someone different now. And she For wanted sure. to make sure he was still in there. And yeah. it's oh, so good. It's, yeah. She grows a lot. Yeah. I mean, I could talk a long time well, about Is there anything else about? Because I don't want to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can take so up many, the whole like, time talking about this. We have a little bit yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. We can like. Touch a little bit on the other movies, yes. but uh, I know this is going to be the bulk. But the the uh, last, are there any other things that you really enjoyed about Belle? With with Belle in the end of this movie, I think it was so yeah. powerful when she comes back and Gaston threatens taking her dad to an asylum, and she still says no because she has yeah. already agreed to be a prisoner in a beast castle for her dad. What's going to be worse? Come on, <laughs> well, that's, how how impressive one because I think she's no like she's in love with the beast, so obviously she's not going to marry Gaston. Yeah, but like she yeah. so quickly in the beginning of this movie took the chance of having a beast and being a prisoner for life. But when Gaston yeah. gives her an ultimatum, she says. Never. Yeah. And I think there's something so powerful about that stance she has for herself <laughs> that I, I just like, went, oh, yes, I love it. I love it. It's, it's great. Belle's one of my favorites. She's yeah. one of my favorites. I really like her. I love that she has so much depth. I love that she grows. They both say I, I love you have... before yes. they kiss. At what, like yeah. He tells Lumiere Cox that he loves her and she tells him that she like, before they kiss. I'm like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So he doesn't tell her. But, directly no but, like, but they have said it we we as know. the audience know <laughs> we know yeah, they love that they other. love each other yeah. it's ah yeah. uh, 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 and how she treats everybody too she mm-hmm. knows immediately that it's not the servant's fault yeah that she's there and yeah. treats them with nothing but respect the yeah. whole time and she meets some crazy some crazy scary people mm-hmm. or not people well yeah i guess people and they were people yeah um which we will uh you know, mine segue into yes. being yes, the yes. Disney Enchanted Christmas. Yeah, I love um, this one. You know, this one I really enjoyed yeah. for like a, a midquel. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, it makes sense that this would be a midquel because, yeah. like, the the fun parts of learning about Beauty and the Beast, I guess, are the magic and in the magic yeah. and everything, and not necessarily after. Mm-hmm. Although I would love a little short. I would love that. Yes. After. Yes. It could be fun. Yeah. Um, but as far as a full-length movie, The Enchanted Christmas happens during Christmas time, during the events of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a more in-depth view of what Christmas time was like. Yeah. So, um, and there's a lot of interesting characters are introduced. There's some pretty fun music in it. There is, um, yeah. Like I said, Paige O'Hara returned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the villain is this terrifying, oh my God. terrifying organ. Yeah. And it's I mean, Tim Curry. excuse you. Just amazing. Terrifying. <laughs> Tim Curry's yeah. brilliant. In it. <laughs> like what? Yeah. But it's it's a beautiful story about hope, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's still at the core of this movie is Belle. There's like little side stories, but Belle trying to reach out mm-hmm. to Beast a bit mm-hmm. and trying to bridge that gap of we're stuck together. Yeah. Might as well make the best of it. Yeah. And trying to make light of this holiday season and bring life back to the castle. Yeah. And I thought that was a really clever concept i mm-hmm. thought it was very fun bell still seemed very much herself she did i think we actually yeah. got to see a different side of her because in the movie it's so much about her against the beast and like standing up for herself and this yes. was the side of her that like was positive thinking like no we're gonna like go get it like we're gonna do it 
Like we, yeah, we, yeah, we're we, just gonna do this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the, the, yeah. the hatchet, new hatchet friend. And oh my, yeah, we're, we're just, just like, gonna go. She goes into the woods a with a hatchet. Like this is not yes. an athletic human being. Like this no. is, you know, she's the bookworm. She's, she's like, like, we like, gotta do this. Yeah, it's Christmas, guys. We're gonna we, go. We gotta. We're, we're doing something. If I'm stuck here, we're having Christmas. <laughs> oh, her, yeah, her and the hatchets conversation about chopping down the tree, where he's like giving her crap for using him and stuff, and I'm like, that's just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> her and Chip's relationship grow. You get that really sweet, like you. Yeah. Where there, you see oh, by so the end dumb. of the movie, the first movie that they're like really close. Yeah. But it's fun to see it develop. Yeah. In real time. Yeah. Because they're like besties. It's really sweet in this movie i really enjoyed that and uh, com- yeah. compared to the the other movie i think this one felt like they were still growing the characters a little bit more yes yeah this one for sure it also like the animation wasn't normal okay you see, like, a, you see a huge drop yeah in animation and this one really wasn't bad no, it, was it was very yeah. reminiscent of Ariel yeah and the second movie that she had mm-hmm. where it was like oh this really like this isn't too bad yeah I was um, impressed by that which still this came out well before the the other movies mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like the other Ariel movie that I mentioned that came out in 2000 yeah um but yeah this this the animation didn't drop too much but yeah, I really liked it I love that she built a book for him that was really, amazing really cool. I love I, I love that uh, song and I love doing that yeah the amount of times as a child watching that and trying to sew my own book together it's so many was it she, make it work? No. <laughs> she writes him a story that teaches him. A, like, I'm just like, you're using books. You're using, like, I just, it was so, so cool. sweet. And, and it was her. in a forced way. Yeah. It felt very organic. Yeah. Like, and, and real. Like, this would be, like, truly the gift that she gives him. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Like, it, I was really impressed rewatching that. Because I remember, like, oh, I like this one. I can sing some of the songs yeah. still from it. Like, I yeah, love, that, yeah. love that Bernadette Peters is in it. I love that Tim Curry's yes. in it. Like, the 3D animation of the organ is is clearly, like, you know, terrifying. newer and terrifying. So scary. But, so scary. Uh, <laughs> in a great way. Great way and I like that he, I actually enjoyed that Beast had a confidant, you know? Like, yeah. that was kind of cool that they added that in because they had to have a yeah. new villain, you know? Right, right. Um, but I didn't mind it at all. I didn't. He had... Yeah that he had that like that didn't bother me at all i thought yeah. it was still kind of nice and yes we're like where did he come from and where does he go kind of like, yeah, as like far you, as this did, came you gotta throw movie. out some like thoughts yeah but right but i like didn't mind it that much because yeah. it, it was kind of nice that maybe he has been led astray for a bit yeah and, but like it, i i enjoyed it i did too and i and the fact that he liked music too and i love that we saw yeah. the curse happen this is the first time that we've seen the yes. scene where yes. the curse happens and you you see what he was like as a kid too. Like I thought that was really cool that we had the flashback and we had a flash forward in the beginning. So they tried to give us like the narrative of like, let me tell you about this story. And yeah, gets to flash back to the castle. So we get a hint of like everyone else and then them at the end celebrating Christmas in the castle. Right. And I thought it was very fun. I loved how they did that because even though it was a like mid, mid original movie thing, it felt like it happened after because of how they set it up. Yes. It felt very much, mm-hmm. oh, we're just telling you a story as we're living our lives happily after the yeah. events of the first movie. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. I really, that was pretty cool. I really um, like that. And and Belle was still herself, which is what we love. Yes. Now, yes. <laughs> the uh, the next one yes. was very interesting to me in a different reason. Um, <laughs> Not that it was bad, but like the animation yeah, yeah. goes like way south. Yes, for sure. This. For sure. And a lot of times in Disney, they do, you, we've seen this a couple of times in even season one, mm-hmm. where there are movies that were originally TV shows yes. and then turned into um, 
turned into movies mm-hmm. uh, just because they had only done so many episodes and were like, we'll just make it one. Yeah. This was not that. Oh, it this wasn't. Because, was, no, and they're like 30 minutes. Huh. They're like really long, three really long yep. things. They yeah. were designed to be uh, like stories of Belle and whatever. And like, I couldn't really find anything that was like, oh, yeah, we were going to continue this and like... Yeah, that like whatever they just kind of did it, and so and like it's okay, you know. The the first one is a little bit about Belle and and, and Beast. Yeah, I say a little bit. Yeah, it's the, none it's of still, them like, are really bit, like, like no. About the, them. the next two are very much about other. Like Lumiere yeah. has a, has like an like an episode, yeah. if you will. Yeah, like Cogsworth kind of does too. Yeah, but that one was. I don't know. I don't need to watch it again. No, it's it, 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 it was cute. It was fine. It. It's definitely not about Belle and Beast, and they they just no. keep harping back on the trope of them arguing. Like, there's no development of yeah. them. There's no like that's the only personalities they're really given. So it's not like right. they're the Beast gets worse. The Beast gets a lot more yeah. unlike himself than Belle, I think. But it just I don't know. Right. It, was, it felt like a a weird project. <laughs> I don't know. It and felt, it happened so close. Yeah. After Enchanted Christmas. So I don't. Enchanted Christmas. I'm so confused. It feels like what? maybe they were thinking about an animated something or like a TV special yeah. or something and just. Just didn't yeah. did do it well. Yeah. Like I have no idea. Yeah. That's what it kind of feels like that. I agree. It's like how the. It felt like the Tarzan and Jane, but not even as good as that. Were no, because like, Tarzan it, and Jane was very obvious. Like, were it's like yeah, twenty minute like less yeah. little thing. Like, so they were, were long. Like 30 they minute. were long. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. It was. It was really. It was new characters and, every single time. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what that was, and I wasn't a hu- as huge a fan of it. Yeah. Like it's cute, but like yeah. if we're looking into Belle, Belle's character. Oh yeah, it was like it did nothing. That for wasn't her. really. Wasn't really there. Not no. thrilled about it, guys. No, it was not <laughs> top of the line. It's a cute if you need no. something on in the background and your kids like the magical objects, yes. like go for it. For sure, but, enjoy. But it Have wasn't about time. them at all. Like it was, no. it was about the objects. So yeah, and even them, they yeah. weren't. They weren't phenomenal. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um. I also have something for uh, Linda. Um, <gasps> Linda Wolverston. Um, yes. I cannot. I I formally apologize <laughs> to Linda for saying your last name wrong different ways every time. Um, so we're just going to be on a first name basis for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh, Linda. <laughs> okay, Linda. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, Linda. Listen. Um, <laughs> uh, something that she was very forward about is um, because of the time period, which mm-hmm. India, you will know better than me, yeah. she very much wanted Belle to be a feminist icon. Yeah. That was her whole thing is that she mm-hmm. really, really wanted mm-hmm. Belle to be a feminist. And I think of all the fairy tales to take that and run with it yeah. this was a really excellent one to do with i think yeah it worked really really well mm-hmm. i love bell yeah i love that she made it so far and it makes sense yeah. in the hero and i love that she is a relatable mm-hmm. regular person yes who is a hero yes like it she doesn't have magic she does you know mm-hmm. she's not even a princess at the start like her it's yeah. really cool. Her and Milan are very similar in that way. Yeah. It, that I do mm-hmm. adore. I, I think she was someone that everyone who was the bookworm or didn't mm-hmm. feel like they were where they were supposed to be. Like, I mean, her like Maria, Va, like Maria Sound of Music moment on the hill of I Want Adventure yes! is just so <laughs> glorious. Like, it's just with uh. the sunset and the, and the dandelions, like how specific of a flower, like the wishing flower to pick. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's just, 
inspiring and I you connect to it as a kid like I grew up in a really tiny town like I you know like it's you feel that like I want to go <laughs> I want to be I want to see what's out there you know it's yes. so it's so wonderful and um Speaking of Linda, yeah, speaking of Linda, um, my fun fact is that she drew her inspiration for the screenplay, not from the Jean uh, Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast, which is really popular in 1946, but Mm -hmm. from Little Women in 1993, admitting that Catherine Hepburn is a lot Mm -hmm. in the characterization of Belle, like Joe, the Joe character. Yeah, the Joe character. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I see that so much. Yes. I was like, oh, having read Little yes. Women a couple times, like I'm just like that <laughs> makes so much sense to me that she wants yeah. something else that she you know uh, befriends someone like it did that she <sighs> falls for someone later and like it just I can feel it and I feel the Catherine Hepburnness of it of that like standing yeah. your own ground and I I think she's someone who is stubborn like we we talked yeah. a little bit about Merida um, last week. Where mm-hmm. she is, she's written to be also stubborn. Also, <laughs> written to be stubborn, but Belle captures a stubbornness with a compassion and a maturity yes. that I think is just so yes. amazing. That you can stand up for what you want. You can say no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. I think that's really important. She says no multiple times to Gaston, yeah. and that they're they're to the beast. To the beast. She's like she she to most people. <laughs> yes, really, it's truly. Um, which when she likes you, like seeing her relationship with the uh, with Mrs. Pop and with Lumiere and everything and then seeing mm. uh, her talk to her father in the beginning like how kind she is to those people she loves yeah. I was like oh I adore her I think she's great she's great yeah she's great I love that she went so far in um, Our Maid Madness yeah. and and there is a really good <laughs> segment kind of there's a really good segment we did in that that yeah. you did specifically about why it's not Stockholm Syndrome yes and I did so much research <laughs> and I think that's really see important why it wasn't Stockholm Syndrome so please <laughs> Go back and watch yeah. the Maiden Madness talking about her in yeah. depth because that that is a big yeah. point of contention yeah. with people. Yeah, and sorry to say it's not baby. Yeah, like it's it's she really like, easy to strong yeah. independent woman. Yeah, well that's what, it's it's really easy to throw that at this or like to yes. throw like yes. even when I was re looking at Ariel to instantly think oh she's just like oh I love him I'm changing myself for him yeah. no no she is not she wanted to be like human before it like it. So it's really yeah. important to not to actually look at the stories. And I think that I love that you brought that up because I was like, this is something I hear all the time about this story. Oh. And it's oh, just absolutely. It's just not true. She's amazing. Yeah. She's a perfect great. like I think she's a great feminist icon. I really think that yeah. Linda did amazing writing her. And I think yeah. it shows that they had a complete story and fully fleshed out villains oh gosh, and yeah. side characters and connecting yeah. themes it visually, like Right. And and the directors mm-hmm. took yeah. a story. These two these two young guys <laughs> they look so, took a story. So young in they, the documentary. They're so funny. And the way they talk about it, they're like, can't believe it happens. Yeah. Like, it just does not seem real to them yeah. when you see different documentaries about them. Yeah. There's also some of them much older. Yes. Uh, reminiscing about it. Yeah. Um, but them, specifically the interviews where they are together as mm-hmm. young men is yeah. so funny because they truly are flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah. And they did what Disney himself mm-hmm. tried and failed to do twice. Mm-hmm. And that they the studio failed to do the third time when they hired. It was like really dark yes. before this. It was like super dark and really Rococo reminiscent. Scrapped the whole thing. The entire like, thing out the window. Too bad. Hate it. Yep. No. And the director went, peace. That's the show I want to do. So if you don't want to do it, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. No. This, yep. So many things came together yeah. to make Belle one of the best heroines. Yeah. 
that has come out of the Disney Princess franchise. And yep. I love that for I love her. It. I, love, I love that she continues to be loved, like beloved. I, mm-hmm. I hope generations still like embrace her and they keep re-releasing it and yeah. getting her in there because I think it's so important to see that smart that intelligence that we I think have yet yes. no one has ever quite matched that level of intelligence I think I think she mm-hmm. she might be the smartest <laughs> Disney princess yeah. that exists. and that's definitely her thing that's great we love that for her yeah. that's for sure her thing but yeah. it's it's amazing uh, I love her uh, well thank you for listening to this episode of Damsels in Dialogue mm-hmm. and if we haven't hit it on the head <laughs> Mm, you know enough uh enjoy our after hours <laughs> yes as a queen tier patron on our patreon yep. if uh you dare we have a lot of fun so, so. come listen <laughs> <laughs> well see you next time bye, everybody <laughs> bye Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Join us next week as we travel to a world inspired by Southeast Asia and discuss the latest addition to the Disney princess franchise, Raya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can help us reach even more listeners by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or a comment on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you are listening. If you want to join us for even more discussions about Beauty and the Beast or extra thoughts about any of our episodes, head over to our Patreon. There you can support the podcast and unlock an entire library of our exclusive after-hour video podcasts with new episodes arriving each month. You can also unlock research notes, bloopers, and more. Follow us on social media and at our website on damselsindialogue.podbean.com. Until next time, this has been Damsels in Dialogue. Have a nice day. This podcast episode is sponsored by Royal Princess Parties, LLC, and is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.